When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Pretty busy day today, Al. Mostly because Islands is bringing in food at some point today, but we'll get to Three that a little straight bit days, later. by the way. Tamales, Jersey Mike's yep. yesterday, mm-hmm. Islands today. Who's on the list tomorrow? I, I don't know. We're going to figure out what's going on. Maybe some wings? I haven't had any wings in a while. Where was everybody good. on Monday? <laughs> yeah, we dropped the ball on Monday, for sure. For sure. Uh, I can't help but notice yeah, you got finally. a pretty brand spanking yeah. new sweatshirt on today. All of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's um, Fanatics finally. Uh, they're the only one that's delivered so far. It's, not, it's just for, oh. if you're not watching on YouTube, Al has yeah. on a brand new San Diego State uh, Aztec suit. I think the tag's on there, Slee. <laughs> yeah, it was on like there. Pearl. It was on there an hour ago. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It was on there an hour ago. I don't... It, it's it's Crispy. It's fine to have this. It's all good. It's kind of funny. I went to a state game. What was it like? Maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. Went down to San Diego State. Went to a game. And I have my just regular gear. Everything's in San Diego, mm-hmm. which makes no sense, but it is... My parents asked if I'm going to go to a game. Sure. Here. You don't like to rep the Aztecs if you're just going apparently, to get pizza in Pasadena? Apparently, I don't. know your Apparently, name. I don't. <laughs> but the one thing I wanted, like, this is fine. This is all great. That's a good one. However, the Final Four logo. I don't think that's going to happen until, like, that's not coming in until July <laughs> 11. Well, supply chain. Yeah, well, yeah, we, I think we can't use the supply chain anymore, but I like I like where your head's at on it. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I like it without the Final Four. Like, get a t-shirt with the Final Four logo. That'll be cool, or a hat, or whatever, because... The hat, I think, the, has a logo like, for on sure. the side. For sure, and that'll be nice, and that'll be cool. But that's going to be something that you can wear forever and ever. Period. And it's not just like, oh, hey, we went to the Final Four once, and I bought a sweatshirt. You can you can sure. rep your school with that day in and day out, and it's not necessarily a, hey, you know, we went to the Final Four. Look at my sleeve. You know, it's not one of those situations. Well, I become that guy yeah. when they say, when they say, Let me tell act you like you've been there, and I continue to say... Guys, I've in the words of Andrew Checkets, head coach of the UCSB baseball team. It's hard to act like you've been here before when you have never been there. <laughs> They've never been there before. <laughs> so yeah, you you're already becoming. Hey, we're going to fight floor. The second you booked that ticket, that you turned into that guy. I lost um, lost out on the lottery. They had, I think, San Diego State had, you could say, allotment of like maybe thirty five hundred tickets, mm-hmm. something like that. And everybody had to go into a lottery, and it's based off of. I think most of it's based off of you got to have like season tickets to SDSU sure. basketball, SDSU football, so they accumulate it that way. So I think there was like fifty five hundred uh, people that submitted for tickets. And the only thing I paid attention to that, I think there's going to be a lot of SDSU fans that I already had tickets, but if I was going to, I wanted tickets specifically in the section. I think one twenty eight to one thirty four is all SDSU. Okay, from what they were saying. So I wanted tickets there. I think we're 137 is the tickets that I have. Okay, it is what it is. However, um, I think SDSU, of all the schools, I really do have a feeling they're probably going to rep the most out of any of them. I, I UConn's going to travel. Y- UConn, they all will. It, it's a, it's the First of all, I don't even know if FAU the has only an Only difference with UConn. <laughs> only difference of UConn. This will be their chance for their fifth national You've championship. They haven't been there in a while. They're going to come. Yeah. By the, t- by the way, I think the last time they won it was the year that they beat San Diego State, Kemba Walker. Okay. That was in the Sweet 16. So they're going to come. I'm not questioning that. But when you have 
a huge alumni base and a huge city, and they've never been, I think they're going to come. There's no question. You will have your people there, but so will everybody else, it I is, think. It right? is uh, 35 degrees right now in uh, Stores, Connecticut, so maybe they want to go to Houston on spring break. I'm just I'm just throwing uh, it out there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Having been a resident, of, I don't know if Houston's a great spring break destination, but I hear what you're saying. It'll be warmer. It'll be warmer than 35 degrees. Well, it's 59 in San Diego. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, We're trying well, to get out of there, too. They're getting their puffer jackets out in San Diego at 59 degrees. I have a favor to ask of you. Okay. Um, and this 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 has just come up in the last literally half an hour or so. Um, I'm going to need you to keep an eye on somebody in San, in uh, Houston while you're there. Yes. She's going? She's going. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. She 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 and her friends won the student lottery where you can put in yep. for tickets and awesome. they got yep. them. So they're going. Will she be like on the floor like at the thing? So like when I'm UVA, not sure. when UVA had the same thing, there is a student lottery be a lot that was like of... the, that was like the Who Crew thing. So yeah. you're you're on the court. They shoot you on the camera all the time. Okay, and you're right there with the band. So you're okay. on the court with the players essentially, um, because you know how big the sure. stadium's going to be. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So she that's she's amazing. Going. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not on your red eye flight. I get the glorious pleasure. Now keep in mind where I live. Right. I live down in. Orange County, yeah. South Orange County, be almost San Clemente, like almost San Diego County. Yeah. No, you're down there, right? Hey, can you drop me off at Burbank tomorrow morning? <laughs> what? Burbank. I, you know, I have to be at work like early in the morning. Yeah, but my flag, can you like take me to Burbank? So we're going to be doing that. Um, she's going. So I. You, That's amazing. She, she's fired up. She's got two of her roommates are going too. So they're all they're all going to go. They're so going to have a great time tomorrow, tomorrow morning. And then what's how, how does that work with the student tickets? Does she not know if she's staying? Like, is it all dependent on? Is she coming back Monday? Is she coming back Sunday? Or she's, she's coming sure? back on Sunday because school's back in again on Monday. Oh, yeah, right. So they're they're coming back. They're going to go hit Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I've she and her girlfriends have figured out a place to stay. Susan told me that no, it's fine. We've got it covered. It's taken care of. Um, but she's going. So if I call you in the middle of the night and say, hey, can you run down to the San- to the uh, Houston jail and get her out? Done. I'm going to need you to do that for me. Kirk. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm, I better call Kirk and tell him too. I'm going to have to ask Kelly. I'm going to give you a picture, and if you see her acting inappropriately, I'm going to need you to step in and shut it down. Yeah, right. I'm going to be like, Kelly, where are you sitting? I'd really like to sit in the student section. <laughs> but she's going. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, because you were telling me you want to kind of twist around. I'm like, hey, you have to go. You have to go. But that, that, that probably makes it so much easier when you win – when you, because those tickets are going to be just face value. Yeah, that that's part of the reason why I was trying to also get that ticket or the SDSU the the alumni tickets is because first off they're good tickets. Yeah. Second off, you're just with SDSU fans, and third, you're just paying face value. It, it, it's it's part of the reason that I'm as excited for you as I am. I know what you're going into. I know how much fun it's going to be. I know the experience that you're going to create for yourself and mm-hmm. and and your buddies that's coming up on Saturday, and you know hopefully beyond we'll just mm-hmm. leave it at that i know it and she is a moderate sports fan shall we say and that may be a little beyond what okay. she actually is that's all right very how about this casual sports fan. great it's gonna be electric yeah she it will, it, it'll be it'll be something she remembers i was gonna say forever. it's gonna be an experience where she could say hey yes. when i went to san diego state university <laughs> yes the aztecs found a way to get to the final four and i went to the game in houston yeah so. it, it's 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 gonna be good i'm excited for you i'm excited for her but leave your phone on
I'm just, I'm just saying, leave your phone on. I don't. It's mean gonna be to... second half, six minutes left to go, <laughs> and you're gonna be hitting me up. I need you to find her. What? She's in trap. What do you want me to do? I saw her on TV. She looks like she's out of her mind. Get her out of there, right? I just something like that. Go buy her a water. I, okay, I I'll, I'll go get her a water. My parenting issues out on you, but I'm gonna need you to be my proxy. My I'll eyes be. and ears in town. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. Okay, that's good news. That is good news. Um, so that's going on. You're getting ready to go. Opening day at Dodger Stadium later tonight. Um, cross your fingers that the field is in good shape. I, I sent Emily a weird request this morning. I said, hey, do me a favor. Get on the phone with the uh, stats and information guys at ESPN, and they, they can pull up every number that there is to pull up. I said, yeah. Find yeah. Out. I'll call them. Yeah. I'll, I'll dial them up, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a euphemism, Emily. Take it easy. Stats and info <laughs> at gmail.com. She's <laughs> hitting them up. Emily, please send them an email. Sometimes we talk in colloquialisms around here. You understand how it works. Sure. Okay. Okay. Continue on. So when she dialed up these stats and information guys, I said, find out how many rainouts they've had at Dodger Stadium. And mm-hmm. she said, no, like opening day. And I said, no, no, no. How many rainouts in the history sure. of Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. have been? Dodger Stadium has been open uh, 60 years. You want yep. to take a guess? And how many times the a Dodger game has been rained out in 60 years? I read it, so I'd be cheating. Taylor, oh, okay. take a guess. Taylor, do you? Okay. How many? 60 years of baseball, 81 games a year times 60 years. Did you read my email, too? <laughs> twice. It's more than twice, but it's not a lot more than twice. It's 17 times. 17 times, times yeah. In 60 years. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. So hopefully tonight it is not number 18. They haven't had a rain out since 2000. They haven't had a rain out in 23 years. So how about San Diego did something similar? They had a 110, I think, was first pitch. Okay. Moved it to 640. Because of the weather? Because of the weather. Yeah. Which just kind of sounds funny. Well, like, last that, year. That, the fact that we were worrying about weather. In the playoffs, there mm-hmm. was a driving rainstorm with the Dodgers and the Potters. I'm like, yeah, this is a good omen. It, it, it's San Diego, California, and it's pouring rain. This is terrific. There's a delay it, for Hader to come out. Or is it the year before with the Giants when the wind was so bad? Like, like brought some of the balls back into the stadium. Oh, yeah. Jeez. It happens. Yeah. no, this, Especially up there. This is... Uh, I don't know if this is a good omen. The Dodgers have not had a ton of good omens so far this offseason, so I don't know that the weather's acting weird is, is a good one or not. And, of course, we had the Lakers last night who looked terrific. They just they looked really, really good. And I'm sure part of this is coincidental. Part of it is just um, that they, they played well. But now, all of a sudden, you do not have to look far online, on the radio, on TV, to find somebody that's saying, the Lakers are going to the finals. Mm-hmm. It went from, are they going to get into, they might be the team to beat going into the Western Conference. That happened in the span of about 48 hours. Um, 38 and 38, I think yesterday kind of continues to solidify. They're going to be 7 through 10. I mean, they're going to be 7 I, through 10. Yes. There's a very, very... and, and you Especially got, with what's happening with Dallas. And you got the win. Yeah, that that's a, that's a whole different conversation. You got the win. If you'd have started out that road trip with a loss in Chicago, they lost the game on Sunday, that would have probably tasted... That, that would have been a lot different. What you got tomorrow against Minnesota, the question's really going to be, do you have a legitimate chance at getting up to number seven or potentially six? If you lose that game, then I think we're just going back to you're going to be one of the top ten. They all matter, like we've talked about before. Ten mm-hmm. is, you know, six is the best, seven's better than eight, eight's better than nine, right on down the list because do you have to win one or two? Do you have to go on the road at all? Do you have to go on the road just one time? There are lots of advantages based on where you are. Um, ten is the worst spot because you have to win twice and they're both going to be on the road no matter what. Nine, at least you get one at home. Anyway, we all know those yep. things. 
I think you're right. I think that they're going to get in. I don't think that there's any real real risk anymore of them falling to that number 11 with what Dallas is doing right now. Um, but the question of, are they one of the best teams in the West? Because we were talking about it yesterday. It is wide open. There isn't anybody that's super scary. KD came back yesterday. KD came back and, mm-hmm. and had kind of a rough night. He did mm-hmm. not play particularly well, but big deal. It's the first time back in a while. First time in front of the home fans. He said he was a little nervous, as you might expect. But are the Lakers just one of one of the teams or are they the team that is the scariest that is the beat to, to beat brian windhorst is talking about chris mannix and sports illustrated is talking mm. about that all of a sudden this has gone from hey it's wide open to no no no, no. the lakers are the team that's going to come out of the west that 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 is a new thing literally in the last four or five days very premature for me very premature i will say this you and i were curious to see how Bron would look based off of everything that he said on Sunday. I feel a lot better about LeBron James today than I felt on Monday morning, right? LeBron saying that, hey, I got to see how I feel mm-hmm. in the morning. Hey, I, I was two doctors told me I should have season-ending surgery. Yesterday, LeBron kind of looked like LeBron James. He did. And on top of that, there was nothing in the postgame of – how are you feeling? How's this? How's that? I think that's what one of the things that we're waiting for. And maybe Mannix and Brian Windhorst, some of these guys you're talking about, that's maybe something that they were waiting to look at as well and kind of see, hey, is Bron, is he hobbling? Is he not hobbling? Um, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying, hey, all of a sudden the Lakers are the team to beat. But I, I would just, I'd feel comfortable saying this. Do you know how many times yesterday the starting lineup was Anthony Davis, Jared Vanderbilt, LeBron James, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves? Do you know how many games those guys have started together? One. One game. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that they're not going to have issues now with the bench because Reeves used to be their best bench player, but that's a really good starting five. Yeah. And it's a really good it kind of balance of players and guys that kind of complement each other. They have distinct roles and they complement each other. Yeah. So I, I would – these last six games – Let's take the game tomorrow against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That will be their second game playing together. And I think with that being said, why jump the gun and say that's the team to beat or anything like that? There's six games left. They've played one game together, all as starters. Let's kind of let this thing marinate a little bit. And something else happened last night that's a big deal for our show. That uh, We'll give them a chance to do a little victory lap when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
I'll let you know when that door opens over there and the uh, islands people come through with their the burgers and I'm assuming we'll have some fries and some You'll have a spidey whatever. sense. I I I'll know when they're coming up in the elevator. I'll start to get the uh the feels yeah. as it as you it see, like, You ever watch National Geographic? Sure. You got like those gazelles out there, right? <laughs> they can feel they the, hear the crocodile everything. <laughs> could be the water or they could just be out in the middle of the Serengeti. And I feel like sometimes that's you. You, know, if you put your head up like that and you start looking around. It's I'm not like, bad. how did he know that the person bringing the tamales just parked? <laughs> it's about right. But by the way, you mentioned those nature shows. Those are like deeply anxiety inducing because when you know the crocodile's in the water. Yeah, I don't like You that know one. he's right by the edge. Yep. And here comes that gazelle. He's just trying to get a drink and he knows it's dangerous. And all the other gazelles are waiting <laughs> on the sideline because they're scared to go in. So they're kind of, I'm sure there's a negotiation like, hey, man, I went in last week. You go in <laughs> Your right turn. now. You got to go in right now. And they put their little hooves in the water and they start mm-hmm. to take a drink and then bam. And then all of a sudden they drag him into the deep part of the, the little pond and that's it. And then the it. gazelle eats and the then, croc. And, and then the other gazelles go in there like, well, he's full. We're good. We can just go down and drink now. It's like you got to take one for the team. I, I don't like those shows. I wish you hadn't brought that up. It's very, very anxiety inducing. Like I like when the very lions stressful. are just chilling under the tree mm-hmm. and the, you know, they just uh, yeah. a big yawn and they're like, yeah, maybe we'll chase one today. I don't know. Maybe or when not. the cheetah's going after the gazelle, but the gazelle just, he had a good churn, right? He was, he was they're Barry quick. Sanders in the, uh, in the open field. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like those shows. All right. Uh, Taylor, congratulations. First of all, I, I congratulated him this morning when, when I saw him for the first time. I said, you know, your, your squad is finally in for a the standing first standing O from Slee. First time in how many years? 16? 16 years, yeah. 16 years. I was a freshman in high school, 2006. <laughs> They're off the list. They were at the top of the list of longest team to a uh, professional team without a playoff appearance. The Congratulations to the New York Jets, who have ascended to the top of the list. So it was years. Mariners. It was Mariners. Then it was Kings, and Jets. now Jets. So Jets are thinking... Well, we're next. We got Aaron Rodgers, so their chances are pretty good. Uh, yeah. Not field, yet. Field, yeah, true. <laughs> not yet. The field's a little crowded. And then it's like the Buffalo Sabres. And then congratulations, Tigers and Angels. You're up next after Jeez. that. But uh, so what does it feel like? You feel pretty good? It's surreal. I didn't know when this day was going to come. I didn't think it would happen this year when I'm working for the for the Lakers station here in Los Angeles. But um, it finally came, and I couldn't be more happy as the Kings go into the playoffs. It's And not just kind of like scrape their way in, throw, they won the play. That's, that's how I thought it was going to happen. I thought yeah. it'd be like a play-in situation yeah. or something that feels kind of, you know... 16 games over not 500. Earned, but this is de- this is earned. Did you light a purple light in your house or something? <laughs> did you did you make your own beam? I don't like own a happen? beam. I need to get one of those, I think, for my room. But uh, I did watch a game last I'll night. I'll check Fanatics. It's a good little blowout. They beat the Blazers by 40. Um, and I, I feel Damn. good as I go into the playoffs. I, I'm really hoping they play the Clippers so I can catch a couple games here in L.A. Mm. But if not, I'm thinking... Or the Lakers. Uh, they, well, I mean, the Lakers would have to get to the <laughs> okay, six, Okay, actually, right? let's, let's play this happen. out. Well, who would you... You know, we talk about how many times have you kind of mentioned some of these Western conferences? Hey, who would you like to play if you're in the seventh or the eighth? Like, who's the nice? If you're the Sacramento Kings, who would you like to play? I want the Clippers because I feel like it's just a Clipper thing to do would be to lose to the Kings, even though the Kings are the higher seed. Um, And I mean, the Warriors, they do scare the crap out of me just because of that championship pedigree. Yep. So, yeah, Clippers would be a good one. What about if it's Minnesota? I feel good about that, too. Okay. Even though Cats coming back, they're looking pretty strong. I. That's a good matchup. I'm actually okay. The Clippers thing that he just said, that is kind of fascinating where it's the Clippers and here you have a Sacramento fan. 
whose squad hasn't made the playoffs since 2006 and is like, yeah, but it's the Clippers. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. It, it, it's it's. But I guarantee you, uh, the Clippers are saying the exact we'll same thing. We'll take Sacramento Kings. That yeah. It's it's a battle of two brands that you don't trust, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a battle of two entities that you're like, and and why wouldn't you? Would you say you were a freshman in high school? Fresh. Yep. I I had was really kind of just getting going in my career in a meaningful way the last time that they were in it. Like th- this is something that none of us have really experienced for an extended period of time. The Clippers lose. The Kings lose. So when you see them kind of square off against each other, it's like I mean, I know somebody's got to win, but yeah. you, both of them are looking at the other. It's like that Spider-Man meme, right? Where they're pointing at each <laughs> other. Perfect. Like, I want, I want you. They're you remember, both losers. Do you remember that game that we uh, Taylor and I went to was Clippers Kings? That was like the one seventy six, one seventy five, or whatever oh, right, that is. Right. So that kind of some interesting regular season. It would be very fun to watch. Um, the only other thing, and I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of interesting, and. This is a perfect thing for a team like the Sacramento Kings. You got uh, I'm a Lake I'm as much of a Laker fan as they come. But this is a good example of a franchise that that kind of hasn't gotten the way. The Sacramento Kings don't bother me. They don't. I'd have to go back basically 20 years ago to to talk about a time that the Kings I'm rooting for them. I don't think there's that many Laker fans that have any, you know, if you said Kings or Clippers, both of those teams are in it. I think a lot of there's, Laker fans would go for the Kings. Phoenix has not really been an issue. Like there's certain teams. There's out there. two ways to be annoyed by something: mm-hmm. to have it constantly be a nuisance in your face. Like think of the fly that's buzzing around you all the time. You're kind of swatting at. It. That's the Clippers, right? They're they're not good, but they're just kind of around, and you're trying to shoo them away. And then the other way is to just be like anonymous. You're not, you're not going to be mad at something that never crosses your radar. You're not going to be mad at somebody that's never in your way, that's never taking the thing that you want from you. That's the Kings. Can I give you what probably was the case for the Dodgers for a long time? The Padres. It's just never like a – that was never – It's the Giants. It's it's But but the Padres was also never in the way, no. never any, any of that no. stuff. It takes if the Sacramento Kings and the Lakers played in a round this year, and the Kings beat the Lakers, then that would probably you know change a little bit of the taste there. They're going to be that that that's that's an interesting matchup. Let's go back to the Lakers or for the Kings really quickly. This is the last time that when they were in the playoffs, this is what the world kind of looked and felt like at this point. Twitter had been did exist, mm-hmm. but it was like two weeks old. <laughs> Nobody was on it. Like it just launched. Twitter was a couple of weeks old when the Kings made the playoffs the last time. Instagram did not exist. Okay, so that that is a thing. Um, Pluto was still considered a planet at, our, at this point in our existence when the uh, Kings made the playoffs. And this is my favorite one at all because I remember the world before this, but not really all that well. The iPhone did not exist. <laughs> You had your little Motorola flip phone or your Razor or whatever it was, your BlackBerry. The iPhone didn't exist the last time the Kings made the playoffs. You're also leaving off the most important one for this show. Guy Freddy was around a week (laughs) away from being named the winner of the second season of Next Next Food Network Star. He was a week away. 
that that is the one like you know they do all the game joe i guess american idols launched some pretty big stars along the way too but that guy was a, a contestant on a game show and has become the face of the network mm. and has become a multi multi million a hundred millionaire probably more than once over by wearing bowling shirts and dyeing his goatee and being a really likable guy diners drive-ins and dives. but he's like so he's a very oh, he's likable engagement very player. much so michael rogers still does the best uh Oh, you told guy me. Freddy. I'm down here in Dana Point. We're getting ready to go into RJ's where they're making some killer pancakes. We're here on Diners, Drive-Ins, and, and Dives. <laughs> Just perfect. That's It's pretty, pretty funny. Good. And he does the hands, and he mm-hmm. does the thumbs like behind him, and he does the turnaround to reveal the sign. Who's his squad? What is he? Oh, he's a Warriors, right? He's always at the Warriors He's games. like a Bay Area guy, so yeah, he yeah, likes yeah. the Raiders, right. uh, and he yeah. also likes the Warriors. Threw me for a loop there, Slee. I wasn't I ready he's to go always... to the NBA yet. You, you me no, I always. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I always see him at sporting events. He's always a sporting yeah, I know he's always a, a Warriors. I know yeah, he's always. a Raider fan. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that he's... Uh, it tracks. Yeah, it, it does. Or it Taylor, does. congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Thank you, Slee. Hope they went around. I want them to get around. <laughs> let, let me, let me, I feel good about the future, though, most importantly. get around. The future's good. Let me make this as clear as I can. I don't care at all. Like, if they lose or they win. No, I, 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 I want I, the King. As long as it's not against the Lakers, I want them to get around. I want the Lakers to win. Beyond that, I don't really give a damn. If it if it's beneficial that they match up with the Lakers. Do you not care sure. about Taylor? I, I do. Yeah, he I said congratulations about, this morning. I don't think he meant it, though. I don't care about his basketball team. I care oh. about him. Why do I care about his team? Why would I give a damn? I don't know because you care about him, I, right? What about SDSU? Do you care about them? Yeah, a little bit because Kelly got there. Yeah. If it was just Lee, I'd be aggressively rooting against them. Travis is not happy this morning, guys. <laughs> he's not. It's because it's because we're happy. winning, Lee. <laughs> I yes, of course it is. That would make sense. Of course it is. Do you, you guys have have to understand that I don't. If I can't have a nice time, I don't want anybody else to have one either. I want my things first and no one else's second. What's in it for Travis? When you Thank wake you. up in Emily's the morning, the only one that gets when me. you wake up in the morning, I want like there's like a quote on there as you leave the room. You know, you hit the top of the door, like you know, you hit it like Notre Dame and all these others, and it just says, "If I can't have anything nice, I want no one to have nice." You know, like, good morning, and yes. then you go about your day. I don't need it. It's it's burned into the frontal lobe of my brain. It's it's my operating principle. You know, like how a computer has like that your, your rules, your your orders of operation. Mine is make sure no one else has something that you want. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> That's number one. Number one. That is there. the jump off principle every single day. All right, let's go back to the Lakers and whether or not this is hype, whether or not this is just a good topic because we love talking about the Lakers across the country, or whether it's actually real that they may be the team to beat in the Western Conference. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. That didn't take long. It's opening day in Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge already on the board with a home run. For first at-bat of the season, he Jeez. goes yard. They're, uh, they're ahead of the, the Giants early, one to nothing. But 62 last year and first at-bat, boom. They should um, they should just go in for his second at-bat and have home run tracker on the bottom quarter, just have it say one. <laughs> well, he's on pace, right? That's the worst joke. In somebody, Here's what's going to happen. There are... Fifteen major league games, right? Okay. So everybody, you know, thirty teams, fifteen games. Somebody somewhere is going to hit two home runs. Mm-hmm. So, somebody will. That's just the, the way that it goes. And somebody's going to make the joke that oh, he's on pace oh, yeah. for three hundred and fourteen home runs this year, whatever one hundred and sixty-two times two is. I can't do the math in the top of my head, but somebody will make that joke. They make it every single year. Yeah, I, I was. It's kind of funny. The you, you look at all these sports and. Everything is so now like individually what this one person can do stats wise all that stuff, but Aaron Judge in his first at bat, yeah, that's pretty. It I, this is me just being kind of a, a baseball person, and I will get used to it. Is it not weird seeing the Yankees and Giants open up the season yeah, against each course, other? Yeah, that seems weird. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't by, really the, care. by the way, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's, it's not even caring. I, I it just looks weird. I think it's this is part of what I think we talked about this when. Um, Major League Baseball keeps making some adjustments. This is a good adjustment to say, hey, you don't have to play the same team in the division X amount of times. Can you play every team in Major League Baseball? That's exciting. I, I think that adds an element to it that's a little bit different than we've seen in the past. You're going to play every team in Major League Baseball, and you're going to have every team in Major League Baseball come to your ballpark every other year. Mm-hmm. So the Yankees will be in Dodger Stadium awesome. every other year. Awesome. That's how it's supposed to be. The Dodgers will be in Yankee Stadium Every other year. That's how it's supposed to be. Does that hurt you that you might get one less opportunity to see the Diamondbacks? (laughs) So the Diamondbacks are certainly... I feel like the Diamondbacks and Rockies are the same. Like the Dodgers play 162, but only 11 of them are against non-Rocky and Diamondback competition. Might as well just merge the franchises together. <laughs> Isn't the final starting pitcher from the World Baseball Classic for USA from Arizona? Merrill Kelly. Yep. Yeah. And, and Merrill he, Kelly? Not even the okay. ace. He, he's okay. <laughs> I don't know why he was pitching the final of the World Baseball Classic other than it was his turn, but uh What did he give up? He did fine, right? He did okay. The yeah. game was not he was in trouble. I think he only pitched an inning. I think he only got four outs. They okay. took him out really, really quickly because Merrill Kelly. But but he did all right. He didn't, you know, he didn't embarrass himself. It it worked out along the way. Why don't you listen to Brian Windhorst talking about why the Lakers all of a sudden are one of the scariest teams in the entire league. Number one defensive team. That's how you win in the playoffs. Superstar players. Anthony Davis doing it at both ends. Austin Reeves coming through. New players. This trade changed everything for them. This is a legitimate team. I don't know how it's going to play out. They've got to stay healthy. But this is a legitimate team. This is a scary team. So 
legitimate team. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. they are a good defensive team. All of a sudden, for you know, for the first two thirds of the season, we're talking about um, they give up 135 points a night. That stopped. They're not doing that since anymore. trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, they're they're much better defensively. And I want to go, and John's not going to like this. I want to read this tweet because I think it's it's spot on right here. Um, John in Huntington Beach says, they're not the team to beat, but they're the team no one wants to face. Don't tell anyone I had a straight, a straight sports take about the Lakers. Thanks. I think there is a difference in those two things. Do you want to play the Lakers? Probably not. That is LeBron James. That mm-hmm. That is Anthony Davis. And I, I think I'd probably rather avoid them. But are they the team to beat? I, it just doesn't feel... Are they better? Yeah, obviously. But the best team in the West right now? I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say. I, I think that's way too dramatic, to be honest with you. The the team to beat in the West? No, no, no. I, I, I think you could... Like Taylor said, he'd prefer not to play the Golden State Warriors. There's reasons why he prefers not to play the Golden State Warriors. He doesn't want to face them because all these guys have a championship pedigree. They've done it before. If you prefer not to play the Lakers, you prefer not to play them because LeBron has four championships. Anthony Davis has won an NBA championship. Um, there's at least guys on this roster that know what to do. Game's going to slow down. You get nights off. They've been there before. You know why You know why nobody has bought in yet to fully bought in and say Denver Nuggets, Sacramento Kings, Memphis Grizzlies. It's only for the reason that they haven't got there. It's kind of what we were talking about before. They're, they're not quite as bad as the Kings and the Clippers, but it's like I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to buy it. If hypothetically the Nuggets got to the NBA Finals, it kind of changes the whole conversation. You're like, all right, that's a team that's got there, everything else. Um I'll tell you what I think the Lakers are. I think the the dangerous part, they got a game coming up tomorrow against Minnesota. That's a tough game. If if you told me that they won that game tomorrow, we already talked about this starting lineup has have played a total of one game together. One game. So it you know, to say that's a dangerous team and they have one game under their belt together, that's extreme to me. But if let's just say these final six games, they take care of Minnesota. They the Houston and Utah games, no big deal. They handle those. And let's say the Lakers found a way to get to the number six spot, which is not out of the ordinary. They're a game and a half back, whatever the case is. Now you're walking into the postseason. You say, all right, Bron got eight games under his belt. The team is playing really good basketball towards the end of the stretch. Then I think maybe you could say, hey, I think that's a dangerous team. I just I, That's so quick to just play one game against the Bulls team and then all of a sudden say, watch out, that's the team to beat. Yeah, it, it, here, here's the thing that I think I'm guilty of it as much as anybody else, but I try to put myself back in this frame of mind. LeBron James still had two doctors tell him his foot needs to be surgically repaired, right? That didn't just go away because he played well last night, that, that he's played a couple of games in a row. Anthony Davis was terrific last night, just mm-hmm. terrific. He was. Is anybody really to bet their house that Anthony Davis is going to be that version of himself? For the next two months. How about just tomorrow? <laughs> exactly. How about just tomorrow? Yeah. Exactly mm-hmm. right. That D'Angelo Russell has been in and out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. That we're going to just sign. Okay, well, he th- did they look good? Yeah. Is that version, the, the version we saw last night in Chicago against the Bulls, is that version scary? For sure they are. Is anybody willing to bet that that's the version we're going to get for two straight months? I'm not. So, I don't know. So I, I don't want to, and, and the idea and the concept is, I don't want to pour cold water on, but you got to let something give you. Let's, we got to see something for a longer period of time to say, hey, there's then some real momentum there. 
Can I give you a perfect example? Because that's what it's right there. I know. lost to that team on Sunday. Look, look, and this is this is why I think this is um, this is a, a a good way to describe it. The Lakers have I, I, the actual roster, the players that they have on their team. I like. Yeah. I, I really do like the, the the team that they had before the trade deadline to where they're sitting today. But if there's one thing that's been consistent from this Lakers team is they've been inconsistent. Right, so one night I see this, the next night. Let me just use the last two games as a great example. The Lakers played the same team in two straight games. They played the Chicago Bulls on Sunday. They played the Chicago Bulls on uh, uh, on Wednesday. They played them last night. One game, they went down 17 in the first half. Mm-hmm. The other game, they went up 17 in the first half. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, one game, Anthony Davis gave you 38 and 10. The other game... He gave you 15 and 9. It's the shot. same team. The only yeah. thing that's changed was two days that they just played in between. So to to look at this team, I think we both agree that they're going to make the playing tournament. Yes. That conversation you could start putting to the side. I think so. I think we both agree that they can offer anybody some trouble if they're healthy. I think Lakers, you just said it, you know, what you were talking about it. I don't think teams are going to be dying to play the Lakers if they're healthy, if the team looks whole, if they if they play good basketball for over these final six games. But let's just see by the time we're sitting here on Monday, what they look like against Minnesota. Did they handle Houston? They got a back to back coming up. Utah and the Clippers. Will will those players play in those games? Can we let these final can we get more than one game? with this starting lineup before we start saying that's a dangerous They got team. six left. If they look good in four or five of them, great. Then, yeah. then we can start having that that conversation. But I agree. Even, even then, even going into it, and again, it feels like they're going to be in the playoff and not out of – or the play-in and not in the playoff to mm-hmm. start. Going into the play-in, if they've won five of their last six or whatever it is, they, they look good. And, and they look more like what they looked like last night than what they've looked like at other times. There's still that, hey, which Anthony Davis is it going to be tonight? There's still that it's LeBron's foot. We're, we're good with that. Like, I don't know. The, the foot thing for LeBron, for me, th- that's almost until it's over in the back of my mind. I'm like, all right, do we get? Th- okay, cool. Like mm. you said, last night at the, end of the, at the end of the game, and it wasn't really a topic of discussion, that's really good news, but it doesn't mean it's gone. Sure. It, it was just diagnosed a couple of weeks ago by two presumably pretty competent physicians that are saying look i think this needs to be repaired i am not ready to exhale on that i'm not ready to exhale on d'angelo russell's health to exhale on anthony davis being a consistent performer to exhale on darvin ham at the end of games you know part of the reason that they're in this weird spot where they put themselves at the end of the line is because they've kind of blown some games late that they probably should not have because of some bad decision making Hmm. is that going to be cleaned up maybe maybe not there's still a lot of things that one or two of those turn the other way you said it yourself friday night against the timberwolves if they go out there and look like they looked against the bulls it's like oh right they're still one good one one bad one two good ones one bad one and one good one one bad one in the play-in could you could be out yep one good one one bad one in the playoffs you're going to be out because you're going to be on the wrong side of it you Mm. only get three of those at your place right they're going to have to find a way to have Two good ones, a bad one. Three good ones, a bad one. That's how you advance in the playoffs, and that's really where they've been struggling. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's game, and I, I'm I know we've said this a couple times, but it's okay to have this answer updated as you go. They had a really big one a couple weeks ago. Remember against the Pelicans in New Orleans, Lakers won that game. They blew had, them out, right? Blew them out. Yeah. 
They had a really big one against the Thunder because it was also going to be the tiebreaker on a Friday night. They won. They had a big one against Mavs, lost the tiebreaker a couple weeks ago, whatever it was. Tomorrow's a big one against Minnesota. Tomorrow's a Minnesota's playing as good as basketball as anybody. They're healthy. They're whole. They're a playoff team. Tomorrow, I think, is going to be a fun night. I really do. And I think we'll find out more. And if it's you can't beat a Chicago Bulls team who's four games below 500 sitting at the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference and say, watch out. Can't that that doesn't add up? But that's what happened. That's what's so weird. And it wasn't just Laker people; it was basketball people. And it feels like they've had it in their pocket for a while. Like I'm waiting for them. I'm waiting for the opportunity to deploy the the Lakers or the team to beat because yeah. they finally looked really and they looked really good. Could last it time. could it just be this? Could it be that everyone was there and everyone played well? And there has not been a game in a while where everyone was there. And everyone played yes, well. I, but the reason that we haven't seen it is the reason why I'm reluctant to go there, right? That we did. You're, you're right. You had all you, our best guys here. Yep. Did they all play well? Yep. Did it look great? Yep. We sure that's going to happen tomorrow? Nope. It's yeah, this like, is so, the outlier. Y- yes. Yes. Well, it, here, is, here's the funny it doesn't have to be the outlier because it's the first time they've ever all played together and they all started together. But can it be. But it's not because they had like plane trouble and couldn't get to the game it's because they're all relatively fragile but can they play four or five games together maybe. before you say hey that's really good maybe all right so i have a question for you guys from jason uh via lobos on uh, twitter he says what's more likely to happen and i want you guys to think about this in terms of if you had to put a mythical money on this a laker wins the west and represents the West in the finals, or okay. the Dodgers represent the NL in the World Series. What is more likely at this point? I'd pick the Dodgers, just because the Lakers, have, they have the so NL many. is so tough. It, it, it is. I, I'd lean towards the Dodgers, too, and I'll tell you why. I, I think also the Dodgers still have so many things they can do between yes. now and There's the runway. end of the regular season. They, they have a ton of runway. They have mm-hmm. a track record of almost always being in the playoffs and getting a chance and the randomness that we've talked about and we'll talk about it more today the, the the signature of this laker team this year has been you're never quite sure what's coming next yeah that, that that's the 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 2023 lakers the if there was like the media guide cover it's uh, i don't know that now, would be that would be on the top of it you, you know, know you know maybe. Be, would be different if hypothetically it's like the laker season hadn't started yet the dodgers are hovering around 500 and they're 90 percent done with their season and they need some stuff to go their way, yes. and they need and but that's it's it's flipped where it's that's the Laker narrative, and you still got it. Clayton played Kershaw game just got put back in the rotation after two doctors told him to get Tommy John surgery. But and, it's he, and, he, and he pitched well once. Remember, hey, we're good. Remember when Dustin May? Remember when Dustin May came back last yeah. year? He pitched one game, and everyone was like, "Watch out! Is this?" I'm like, "The guy pitched one game. Let's I, let's take these last six. Let's see what it looks like. Yeah, and then we can." be more confident in and, and by the way are. how much fun would that be that they play good basketball over their final six uh, and you have some optimism going into the postseason it, which I, I by the way I I'm not I'm not saying that you can't have optimism I'm just saying we saw that lineup once right let's just see it more and it's look it's nice to be able to just not have to worry about the play-in all of a sudden. Yeah. And and, I, and I'm not yeah. even like worried about the gods. That just feels accurate. It just feels like with what Dallas is doing, with what the Lakers are doing, something incredibly bizarre would have to go down. I think they're in a pretty good spot. Hey, did you see with the playoff bound Taylor Smith next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you go on Fanatics and order Kings playoff gear like Slee? No, I've had I've had my gear since uh, Tyreek Evans played for the team. So, <laughs> bro, by the way, I keep getting Kings things that come up. As you should, Slee. Christmas, I got him a NBA.com through NBA.com their uh, apparel. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was a specific Kings thing. Yeah. So now my Instagram and it's and the, alg- my, the algorithm, man. I mean, they hear website. us. They hear us talk about it every day. Our phones are listening. <laughs> All right, guys, did you see that according to airline statistics, the average time it takes a bag to reach baggage claim is 55 minutes after landing? So Mm. if you were traveling to another country but could only pack one carry-on-sized bag, what would you pack inside? Sliwa. All right, so I don't have much then. If I'm going to pack very light, the way way I'll do it is... um, what I wear on the plane is going to be important. So as in, if I'm going to probably take boots with me, I don't want that to take up space in my bag. So I'm going to wear the boots, the jeans, the sweater. Like I'm going to make sure that what I get on will will make my um, my bag just less. I don't, I don't need that much stuff in it. I'm taking some shirts. Take a dress shirt just in case you go out for a nice dinner. Uh, taking all my toiletries, all that stuff that I need. Isn't your dress shirt going to get wrinkly? Take, I have to iron it when I'm there. I have to iron it when I'm there. Electronics, anything that I'm going to be using, you know, computer, laptop, all that stuff, even though I'm going to usually put that in my backpack. Comrex. I could go very, <laughs> I'm going to have to take Comrex to Houston. I go very light. I, I don't I don't need much when I go to when I go to a lot of these places. So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to a civilized part of the world? Yeah. Okay. Civilized. Yeah. Book. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. I, I need something to read. I need my phone. I need a couple of pairs of pants and a couple of t-shirts and a couple of sweatshirts, and I'm, I'm good. A couple of Every- socks, a couple of drawers. Yeah, everything else you can get when you get there, right? I'm trying to think of something that I can only have that, that's exactly my. I don't have, like, favorite clothes that I have to have, right? I, I'm, I'm They have uh, bar soap everywhere. <laughs> there you go. The hotel, by the way, my entire shaving kit is filled with hotel bar soaps, just in case. That I can need a quick shampoo. I can just stick sure. my head under Get the it faucet in. It's three and one, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I travel pretty light too. Now, on the other side, the the question that you just asked, Taylor, would literally crack my wife's head in half because she couldn't do it. She, it would be impossible to have one small bag for a trip. I've never met anybody that overpacks more than her in my entire life. Now you're saying there's it's. So I usually do a carry-on, and then I have the bag that I sit with me on the plane. Are we talking about I only have one bag total, so not those yeah, two bags? just one carry-on-sized bag. Okay, so no backpack. 
Right. Yeah, I think I I could fit everything in my thing. What country is this? <laughs> but it's, I it's my rule of sleep. <laughs> but I'd probably definitely not take um, a laptop. I would do everything. I have a book. And I also, I could just buy a book at the place that I'm going to be at, likely too. But you're on the plane. For, let's. For I have my phone. I have. I have downloaded a bunch of videos, or I'm watching it in a thing. So mostly just uh, probably two or three pairs of pants, depending on the on the style of uh, what you're sitting. Yes, obviously. <laughs> and then obviously swimsuit, depending on you know where I'm going. But then you know, two shirts and a, like a sundress. And those are kind of the things that you'd need. And then everything else, yeah, I can get there. Sleep. When she said this, I, do you like watching things on your phone, like a movie or something like that, or TV no. show? I don't either. I can't do it. I, I will use my phone just for, this is for on a plane, podcast and music. Yeah. So as long as I'm just not looking at my phone. So what else do you watch movies on? Either the back of the TV on the I, on the chair or not No, I have an not iPad. At all? I'll use my yeah, iPad. Yeah, I don't have an iPad, so. I just, I would, I'll read. I, I can't even watch that. Little I can't TV read screen, on a plane. That little TV screen in the back of the seat in front of you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't pay attention I, to that either. I can't do it either. I just literally will go on YouTube. I'll download everything that I want. It's already on there, <laughs> and then I don't need any of that stuff. You can do the it's same on the thing on Netflix and Hulu and things like that. You can download those things. It's just too. the size that drives me nuts. Even an yeah. iPad small. What's next? Next up, did you see that the clean plate mentality I take drives monitors us- like this. See this monitor right here? <laughs> I take it with me. It fits in the bag, right? Okay, did you see that the clean plate mentality drives us to overeat? So, Travis, what's the worst thing that you've eaten out of politeness? Like, worst tasting thing? Oh, okay, I got one for you. So, I'm trying to decide whether I want to say the name or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to protect the guilty on this. Um, we traveled, Susan and I, and our kids were very young, and... We went to go see somebody. I'll leave it at that. And they made a breakfast casserole thing, which on its surface... Sometimes it can be good. I, yes. It, it. If you think, well, okay, let's throw some eggs in there. Maybe there's some bacon or potatoes or something. A little like, bread, maybe. Little bre- yeah. There was almost nothing but bread. It was this really soggy white bread with these undercooked eggs and these these raw vegetables in it that needed to be sautéed or whatever it is. It was this gloopy, gummy, just horrid mass of crap that because we were visiting people that you didn't want to be rude to, I felt compelled. We, it's the joke in my family. When you get something that you don't like, it's like, well, at least it's not as bad as the breakfast casserole. And this was, this was 15 years ago. It's still the gold standard for grossness. Sleep? Um, I hate to say this, but I'll say it anyways. Uh, I feel like every time Thanksgiving, i got an aunt that makes the turkey. And it's dry every time. Every single time it's dry. Like like ninety five percent of the time it's dry, and ants at least for us they're always pushing for you to eat what they made right so they're you can't like get around it. There's a roast that they also make that's also extremely dry. I mean you gotta you gotta put a lot of stuff on this. You gotta like you gotta do a lot of mashed work. potatoes. You gotta do a up. lot of work to make it happen. But they're pushing and they're watching and they're looking <laughs> and they're analyzing and they're this and you have to give that's them a facial rookie, expression. Right? You have to give them a facial expression yeah, that you yeah. do like it. It's not it's not that it's a terrible it's the worst thing to eat, but 
of the dishes that are there. It's so dry. Bring me Aunt Sliwa's dry turkey, <laughs> and you try that breakfast casserole, and you'll eat every scrap of turkey on that plate for the rest of your life. <laughs> I think that you guys know my answer to this. It's uh, my mom's jello salad. Yeah. It's the it's the like creamy, yum, fruity things. Also, I have my aunt's broccoli salad. Not the same thing, and I also don't really care for this. I'm Is that sorry. That's the one with like the shaved carrots and the raisins. It's shaved and carrots, all that. but but she has like raw onions in there, which isn't my favorite. Like I don't know. I don't love that stuff too, but I will eat it if uh, again. What about you, Taylor? Taylor, what about you? Just anything that people put mushrooms in, and I'm at their house. Oh, that's a hard pass for you. Mushrooms are a no go. Yeah, I'll take your mushrooms. I could take them or leave them. Take them. I like dry turkey. Dry turkey does not sound (laughs) so bad. Negotiate. Yeah, I'm telling you, I. I might not take the jello salad. I might try the breakfast pie again. Jello salad's not a the, good. The that rest of those undercooked eggs soaked in bread mm. with raw like chunks of onion and red pepper that has yeah. n- needed another hour in the onion uh, oven. Yeah, that's not good. Hey, would you like some more? No. No, I'm good. I would love some more. All right, we're doing our Thursday draft coming up next. Little opening day baseball draft. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.